You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, as always, make sure you download and subscribe to the Blue Horseshoe Pod wherever you do get your pods and YouTube Odyssey Sports. All right, George, so look, we have talked about the candidates ad nauseum. Right? We, we've broken down the, the list of 13 candidates with first interviews. We've broken down the seven finalist list that we thought that at one point jumped to eight and then back down to seven. We have talked at every single name, except maybe one. We were talking yesterday, and you brought up one candidate who had a, a first interview that was sneaky, then to not have a second interview that we are aware of, is there one candidate that we have not talked enough about that you think maybe could be a secret player or a secret front, not front runner, but a secret actual option in this never ending coaching search? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there could be any number of, of secret guys in here, right? Just because we don't know anything about this, but I absolutely feel like Eric Bieniemy is is a guy that. Uh, could still be very much alive. We've seen some national hints that he is very much alive. And I thought it was interesting out there in Arizona on on Super Bowl opening night. You know, he was asked about uh, specifically, I think he was asked about the offensive coordinator positions that, that he'd been linked to. And he said he didn't do any interviews for an offense coordinator job. Uh, that's not even something he's thinking about until the season ends. And I'll talk with Andy Reid and they'll see if he wants to stay in Kansas City or if he needs to pursue another option. But he said the Colts interview went well, and, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. And I think people can read into that what they want. You know, I, I do think there's a very valid uh, argument out there that probably all these candidates feel like it went well. That, you know, it's been such an open-ended uh, search that, that they probably all feel like they, they did a pretty good job. I would argue Evero probably didn't feel like he was very much still alive if, if he took an even coordinator job somewhere else. Or he didn't like what he heard from the Colts uh, and didn't want to be the head coach here. One of those two that's, that's would be the true. situation. Um, but I, I just that to me, that comment to me made me feel like Bienemy in his mind is still in this. Uh, and when you add in the national reports indicating that maybe he is, I, I just can't rule him out. I don't know. You know, would I? Is it a 50% chance? No. You know, is it a 5% chance that he's the guy? That might be more like it. But there's an obvious connection between him and Chris Ballard. I mean, everybody knows Chris Ballard was in Kansas City before he came here. I think most people understand that Andy Reid is one of the most respected guys in, in Chris Ballard's circle. You know, that that he thinks a ton of Reid. Uh, and I think he would, anything that Andy Reid would say would go a long way uh, with Chris Ballard. So, and I feel like this, if there's one guy who they could interview and we would have no idea, I feel like Ballard, the enemy's right there top of the list. We know Ballard doesn't want any of this getting out, so he's not going to leak it. Uh, I don't think Kansas City's going to leak it from their end. 
because they respect Ballard the same way he respects them. Uh, and I think if he says, I'd rather this not get out, they're not going to say anything. So that really just leaves the enemy himself or his agency. And if your general manager, your prospective general manager is saying, keep this quiet, probably in your best interest to, to follow that lead as well. Um, you know, the only reason we knew he interviewed the first time was the team tweeted it out. They didn't tweet out second interviews. So am I saying, you know, I'm, I don't want to go down this like JFK route. I don't have a board <laughs> with string on it or anything like that. Uh, but I'm just saying it is not inconceivable that they did a second interview with Eric Bieniemy that we're not aware of. Let me ask you this. Like, why the secrecy? Because you're like, you're a, we've heard, I believe this is the case. Cause again, there's so many candidates. So I, I don't think I'm overlooking anyone, but I think I have this correct. Eric Bieniemy is the only candidate of the, of the 14 that they, or requested an interview, but the 13 actually interviewed where we didn't know prior to the interview that they were interviewing, right? Like everyone else we have seen reports of they requested. Oh, Bisaccia, Bisaccia, okay. Okay. But thank you. So Bisaccia and Vienni were the two that we did not know they're interviewing until after the fact. Why keep it a, like why Vienni specifically keep him a secret compared to anybody else? I don't know if it's so much specifically to, to keep him a secret. I, it's up to Ballard. I don't think we know any of the names. I mean, I think, like if it was Correct. just up to him, yes. I think he would 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 love to just do the whole thing in secrecy. Uh, and I think with enemy it's just that marriage of it. It actually both ends works out because I don't think Kansas City is going to step on his his toes. Not that the other teams will, but they're also not maybe going out of their way to keep it as locked down as as the Colts are. You know, there's probably more leaks coming out. There obviously were more leaks coming out from the Giants. You you had that Martindale is one of the front runners tweet that came out. Um, and I'm not saying like that's not in any way to besmirch the other franchise. I'm just saying most of those 30 of, of the teams in the league don't have any interest in protecting this. They don't care. They don't have any particular ties to Chris Ballard. There's nothing in it for them to not, you know, to, to make this, to make an effort to keep it you know, quiet Kansas city. On the other hand, I think for them, there is because you've got that relationship between Andy Reid and Chris Ballard and even Brett Veach and, and Chris Ballard, they work together there as well. So where I think there's a respect level of, Hey, you know what? We, we wouldn't want this coming out either. And we're not going to let it out. Now, none of that means that, that the enemy is a major factor in this search. I just think he's a guy who can't rule out. And I also think when you're looking at, how weird and long and secretive this search has been in some ways, the perfect ending would be like Monday morning, Eric B enemy's named the, the head coach. I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to think like, so what is the, I guess I'm just trying to comp, comp, uh, compute to myself, George, like what's, I guess the benefit of keeping it a secret because like, like you mentioned, like, okay, Chris Ballard wants secrecy. Reality, like, look, he's basically gotten as as much secrecy in this search as you possibly could get. The fact that really all we know is the names and uh, the length of the interview for some and not even others is, a, is a, again, we talk about it, it's a minor miracle that so little has gotten out. But I guess my, my thing is just the thing I'm hung up on is just I don't get the extra secrecy when it comes to Eric Bieniemy versus anybody else because, like you said, we, we know – up uh, outside of two, we knew everyone else the Colts were interviewing. We, through reports, knew the seven or eight other candidates the Colts had for second round interviews. Bietemi, at least according to the first report, or at least according to that report, 
was not included. Again, we only knew he was interviewing because Jim Mersey, the first time tweeted that we just completed an interview with Eric Bieniemy out of nowhere, which shocked everybody. So it's not inconceivable, like you just said, that he could have had a second interview without anyone knowing. But I guess the only I just don't understand if you're Chris Ballard is just why you keep him a secret. And I guess why, like, I get what you're saying. Like, the other 30 teams have really no allegiance to the Colts or Chris Ballard. So whether it's the teams leaking it out, whether it's the coaches' agents leaking it out, so whether it's someone in the Colts organization leaking it out that, hey, here who, here's who we're interviewing. Evero was there for 14 hours today. Went really well. Like, I guess what I'm struggling is just to see why we've got some details about almost everybody. And nothing on only the enemy. I guess, especially too, with him, I don't say being a polarizing character, that's that's unfair, but in a way he kind of is just because he's always been that name that we think he's going to get a head coaching job and he hasn't. And really the last few years, he's really cooled off where it's not even, he's not really been a finalist or really getting second interviews. You would think it would benefit him and, it, you know, you'd benefit almost the league, if you will, to kind of say, hey, look, here's Eric Biemi's name hot again because i think the one thing you see in this league is you're hot you're hot but once you're not you're kind of done like you're kind of out there so when you hear like you know the the reports that oh he's you know he might take another offense coordinator job somewhere else honestly george i just wrote off the fact he ever be a head coach this this cycle again if you're going to go to washington or you're going to get you know requests from other places in order to be an offense coordinator i just assume okay that means he's not going to be you know the colts head coach he didn't get requested anywhere else so that's you know, that's going to close the book on this cycle. I guess I feel like it would just, it would benefit everybody if he's, his name is more public about how close he was actually, instead of having it be one big secret. And I, that's a very good argument. That might be the case. You know, I don't know. He may just be saying it went well because that's the feeling he got and he may be out. I mean, there, there's no. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, the information we have that we can go on that, that's solid we don't know of a second interview and maybe it didn't happen and maybe there isn't one planned, you know? So it, it could very well be that there's nothing more to it. I just feel like in this case with this one guy, um, he's the one that, that I kind of wonder just because of the ties you've got there. I know Chris Ballard had kind of been a champion for him uh, when he was up for some of these other job years, you know, talk, you know, getting in, in the enemy's corner. Um, why you would keep a secret, I don't know. And it, and in fact, the matter is, there may not be any secrecy here. You know, it, it may be that he's not, that he wasn't brought in for a second interview, and that's that, you know, and, and he's not in consideration. I just know, for me, it's just a, it's, it's not even a hunch. It's just curiosity from the fact that you've got a couple national guys, and O'Aaron Wilson in particular, uh, who've been kind of saying for a while now, that the enemy is still in it. Um, but none of them are reporting that he has a second interview. So, you know, they have old information. They have bad information. The easy answer here is because as you just laid it out, that he's not in it, you know, that, that he didn't get a second interview 
and he's not in consideration uh, for the job. I just, like I said, there's just smoke there that I won't dismiss because of the connection that Ballard has uh, and because of the fact that there's still whispers out there nationally that, that, that he's still around. If he is, you know, we'll, we'll find out if he gets a job. If he doesn't, we may never know. It won't matter at that point if they, if they hire somebody else. And I will say, you know, on top of all of this that, that I've just said, I will say the winds have been blowing in Brian Callahan's direction. The things that I've heard most recently this week, you know, are, are trending in his direction. Now, in this search, what does that mean? Right, I that's also know. true. Scale you know? for maybe maybe no reason. Because, like I said, we've heard right. a, lot of, a lot of crap the last three weeks. Well, for the longest time, it was Morris. You know, that that was sort of the guy that, that everyone True. heard was, was sort of the front runner. So, I don't know. You know, and we still live in a world where Jim Irsay could call Jeff Saturday during the Super Bowl and ask about the offensive line and, and end up offering him a job. So, we don't know, you know, where this, where this road's going to end. Uh, and I don't – I'm not trying – like I said before, I'm not trying to put on a tinfoil hat or cause any kind of conspiracy theory here that the enemy's in there. It's just – there's a weird smoke there that you wouldn't think would still be there um, given his past and given the fact that we don't have a second interview. And so I won't dismiss it because of that. I think it's fitting to end this pod, George, with some statement of facts, because there's been a lot of speculation in the last 45 minutes we've been talking. And again, we've heard nothing. So credit to the Colts. They're giving us nothing concrete to talk about. So here we are, you know, again, trying to, trying to, you know, possibly square to uh, fit a square peg in a round hole and trying to put pieces together. Maybe that they're just throwing pieces out because they know the puzzle doesn't fit and just trying to throw us off the scent altogether. That could be Chris Bauer playing one big mind game. Who knows? He's got a lot of time in his hands, so maybe that's what he's doing these last few weeks. But I think I could say these these two statements of fact uh, to end the pod here, George. I'm going to see if you agree or disagree. Number one is this. I think the betting odds are the most useless thing we could look at when it comes to the Colts head, coach, uh, head coaching search. You mentioned it. Um, one of the New York Giants beat writers last week tweeted, Wink Martindale, basically overnight, the odds shifted dramatically in his favor. He was the betting uh, favorite late last week. Again, with, with as little information as there is out there, I don't really think even Vegas knows what's going on. I think they're just trying to jumble up some money, trying to jumble up some some easy bets. I, I would At this point, I'd be surprised if anything can happen. I'd be very surprised if Wink Martindale is the next head coach. And I just don't think right now, anytime you look at those betting odds, you can actually trust them and look at them and actually feel, oh, yeah, that's what the Colts are thinking. I got – I mean, to that end, I got two emails on Saturday from one of these betting sites and within hours of each other. And the first one was that Jeff Saturday remains the the front huh. runner and, and he's the guy. And like two hours later, it had shifted miraculously to Wink Martindale. And I think that alone tells you there's, there's not a lot – there, you know, I think Vegas in general, when it's not a game, when it's something that, that the outcome is either predetermined or, you know, it's in the hands of, of, of a select few people, they don't tend to be as accurate on that. Um, and I think it's exactly what you're talking about. They're just trying to, to gin up money. Uh, and you do that by what names, you know, in the cycle. So if a, if a beat writer comes out and says Martindale's the leader, that's going to shift the board a lot, you know. Um, we'll see. You know, I agree with you. I think that's a fact. I'm 100% in your corner on that. I forget where he stood, but I remember the day, I think it was either the day uh, Frank Rick was fired or the day Jeff Saturday was hired. I forget because obviously they were very close together. But I, I actually know, same day. So that day, my 
See, everything bleeds. That felt like years ago, let me tell you. But the day Frank Reich was fired and Jeff Saturday was hired, I never forget the betting odds that we saw for the next Colts head coach. I think it was like second, third, or fourth. So I don't think he was first, but he was in the top five. Peyton Manning was like, yep. you know, in the top five betting odds to the next head coach. So that's I'm with you. It's just like one of those things like, what are we doing here? Just trying to get free money. I'm sure some idiots put some money on it. And Vegas is, is putting up another building laughing in the bank. So I think the one, the one of the two statements that are fact is that you cannot do not go by the betting odds. I don't think they really know any more information than me and you. The other thing is this. We'll finish with Jim Mercer's tweet that we talked about. When Jim Mercer tweets on Tuesday, we said as an organization, the coaching search would be an open-minded and a thorough process, and the final decision would be strictly based on what is best for the franchise's success and what is best for our fans of Colts Nation, final decision coming in days and hours. I think, again, that just is another nail in the coffin of Jeff Saturday's candidacy. I just don't think if you're Jim Mercer, you could tweet what's best for the franchise to success, what's best for Colts Nation, especially when he knows, right, more than any owner on social media, he knows what the fans feel like towards Jeff Saturday as head coach. I don't think you tweet that with that specific wording and then turn around and hire Jeff Saturday on Monday or Tuesday this week. I think, again, I know it's crazy to kind of – state any fact that comes to Jim Mercedes mindset. I feel pretty good with the tweet from last week, laughing at Joe, uh, Joey Molinaro's skit of him trying to hire Jeff Saturday and yesterday tweeting what's best, wanting what's best for Colts nation. I'm going to again for the 395th time, I think in this pod, George rule out Jeff Saturday as the next head coach of the Colts. I mean, I think there's a lot of good arguments in in that regard um, based on those things, but I, it's it's a horror movie villain for me. You know, I, I'm never really gonna be certain that that he's dead uh, until the end credits roll. I, I just don't feel confident uh, because again, I, Jim Mercy wakes up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night and makes phone call. Jeff Saturday's the head coach. That's all it takes. So for me. Um, now, logic, I'm with you. Reason, I'm with you. Uh, in, in a world where those things rule and, and things make sense, I'm with you. I just I haven't lived in that world with this franchise for, for a few months, so I can't go there yet. If Saturday is hired, two things. Another two quick two things for a fact. Number one, I know exactly the emotions I'll, I'll be feeling if Jeff Saturday is hired as head coach. Because I felt them on Saturday when I had the stomach virus. So I already know, sick to my stomach, what that feeling will be like if we're sitting here talking about a Jeff Saturday introductory press conference. Also, the second thing is you talk about The Undertaker. I don't think I've ever seen Jeff Saturday and The Undertaker in the same room at the same time. Did you talk about The Undertaker gift just rising up from the dead? That's what Jeff Saturday would be doing at this point. He's already in the coffin. I would say six feet under, dirt's over him. We're sitting here next week talking about a Jeff Saturday hiring. I think he's been, been playing two roles at once. His whole goal, though, I mean, his whole life has been beating the odds, right? I mean, you talk about a undrafted guy who gets cut, who's working in an electronic store and comes back on, on the suggestion of Bill Polian and it turns himself into a pro bowler and a Super Bowl champion. You know, I mean, that's that's Jeff's life story. Oh boy. Hopefully Jim Mercer's not listening. That sounds like a Hollywood script that I think he would love to love to be a part of. So we're going to end the pod there before we give Jim Mercer any more ideas um, uh, on that for sure. But appreciate you listening to the latest edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. If you like what you listen to, Make sure you download and subscribe if you don't already to the Blue Horseshoe Pod, wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you check us out on YouTube at Odyssey Sports, where you can see myself and George in person. Well, not in person, but watch us, we'll say, on the pod each and every week. So 
we're getting closer. Hopefully we should get a decision probably by early next week at this point, George. So we'll, we'll still just kind of sit here in limbo as we wait for eventually the next head coach of the Colts. So have a great week. We will be back. Uh, I believe later we're going to try, like George mentioned before, I'm at Radio Row in Arizona. So it's a little bit of a hectic week here, but I would like to give you at least hopefully one more quick pod, maybe uh, kind of give you any updates on the, on to breaking news, preview the Super Bowl a little bit as well. So we're aiming to be back here on the Blue Ocean Pod later this week. So have a great rest of the week. Make sure to check us out again on YouTube where you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you later this week on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.